Hello and welcome back to Out of Our Own End Zone. This will be covering the Colts uh, season preview with Inside the Horseshoe podcast. Uh, please introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Matt. Uh, like you said, I'm from Inside the Horseshoe podcast. Um, normally what I do on there is I talk about Colts football. Sometimes I'll get into other teams' decisions and you know, kind of give my input on how I think that's going to affect the Colts. Um, and we usually have a podcast around the um, season where we'll talk all NFL. All right. So getting into the Colts right away. What were your thoughts on the Colts uh, performance last season? I liked it quite a bit. Um, I was pretty satisfied, especially since Phillip Rivers, new quarterback coming into the system, not having a whole lot of time to really get used to the guys and form a chemistry in the offseason. And you could kind of tell in the first few weeks, especially that it wasn't 100%, 100% there. But as the season progressed, you really saw them really come together. And it really was a, a lot of fun to watch, especially that Packers game. I just wish it could have went a little further. Yeah, that was a good game. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. And beginning of the season, I was like, I don't know, maybe like Philip Rivers just retired. And then at the end of the season, I was like, yeah, he made a pretty good last season of it. So Definitely. What are your thoughts on them acquiring their new quarterback from the Eagles, Carson Wentz? I think just based on, you know, who was available at the time, Carson Wentz was definitely the better option to go just with the, you know, whole familiarity with uh, Frank Reich, you know, in uh, Philadelphia that year they went to the Super Bowl and Unlike a lot of people, I thought Carson Wentz 2018-2019 did play pretty well. It's just 2020 obviously took a big step down, but the whole team just kind of crumbled. But, I mean, he has the talent. He has the ability. He's not 100% like luck, but he does have, he does have some traits like luck where I think T.Y. is going to really thrive and you know some of our other guys are going to do really good things. So as long as our defense holds up and our offensive line can stay healthy, I honestly think this is one of the better uh, people we could have gone with with quarterback. Yeah, I like Carson Wentz. Um, possibly mostly because I like any quarterback that the Browns passed on. So I'm like, well, I want him to be good. But, oh, yeah. um, uh, I just thought like also one of the things was like he was feuding with Doug Peterson. I was like, there's some people on Twitter are like, well, he's like not calling him good plays and stuff. Right. Like I remember seeing some rumors where apparently Doug Peterson was like really trying to make him look bad, which I don't believe. But if he really wanted to leave and it was Carson Wentz that just wanted out no matter what, I guess I could kind of believe that um, in some plays. But I, I don't think the hatred is as bad as what a lot of people say between him and Doug Peterson. I just, like I said, I thought the season last year, just all around, wasn't going to work out for the Eagles, no matter who was the quarterback. Yeah, I think it's the same for the Eagles this year. I like Jalen, though. But um, back to right. the Colts, um, I think Carson will at least, minimum, do as good as uh, Philip Rivers did. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. And he has the ability, unlike Rivers had, where he can extend the plays with his legs. And I, I honestly think our red zone performance is going to get a lot better just because Carson Wentz can have that opportunity where he can use his legs to allow some of our guys to get open or he can just run it himself. 
Philip Rivers. I mean, I could walk just down my hallway over there, and it's faster than Philip Rivers can run. All right, getting into this year's draft. What were your thoughts on the uh, Colts 2021 draft picks? I, I didn't think it was spectacular or anything like that. I thought it was a pretty decent draft. Um, obviously, getting Quiddy Pay was a much needed, uh, you know, pick. I think he's going to do good things with us. Um, Dio Dingbo was a little confused at first, but after seeing what he did in uh, college at Vanderbilt, I uh, love the pick. And then really after that, it's just a bunch of guys that are filling in needs we need uh, to fill in. Like Davis, you know, it's nice to have another safety out there. Uh, Sam Ellinger to fill in that third quarterback or second quarterback spot I think was needed because really besides Eason, I think we have Morton, but I don't think he would would have done anything. I think he's going to get cut. Um, but I like the Michael Strawn pick, especially in the seventh round. I think that's going to be a sleeper pick. And I think he's going to really surprise people this year. So it's a good draft, nothing spectacular. It was just adding depth to the roster uh, where we needed it to. All right. <clears throat> what do you think about the Colts run game this year? They had a pretty good one last year, but the Hines uh, got injured, but it was still yeah. their strength, really. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, and now Hines is back. Uh, give us your thoughts, I guess. Yeah. Well, it was uh, Marlon Mack that got hurt last year against the Jags. But, um, no, I mean, assuming Marlon Mack can come back and play 80%, 90% of what he is uh, capable capable of, I think the Colts easy have a top-two run game. I think they're easily one of the better. But if Marlon Mack comes back fully healthy, plays like he did in 2019, I think the only team that could have a better run game than us would be Cleveland. And I think we could even have a better run game just because of how different each running back is. Because Marlon Mack is that type of running back I've noticed, especially in 2019, where he can just run and he'll just get better and better as the game goes on. You know, obviously, Jonathan Taylor, huge monster guy that can run really fast. It's hard to take down anybody like him. I don't think he's the best running back in the league, but he's definitely one of the more difficult guys to bring down. And with Hines, he offers the, you know, threat of not only running the ball well, but he can also catch the ball and he's really good in special teams too. And Jordan Wilkins, I think could be a, you know, a number two running back on a lot of teams. It's just, we don't use him a lot. So I do like him a lot. And then we dra- we uh, signed the uh, Duke running back. I think it's Dion something, but um yeah, I, I love our running game. I think we're going to really surprise people with how good our running game is going to be. And it was already one of the better, um, you know, run op- or run game teams in the league. Yeah. I don't think anyone's really going to get this reference, but I'm going to say it anyways. There was the first game of the season for college football. It was like an FCS game. So they were running these weird offenses. And oh then, yeah. So they put like three backs in the backfield. Yeah. And someone on Twitter was like, "Colts, can we please do this?" Right. Well, I I think we're definitely gonna have two running backs in the backfield for sure. I mean, I think especially if uh, Marlon Mack gets back to what uh, he was before the injury, having him and Jonathan Taylor, or even Hines and Jonathan Taylor in the back uh, in the backfield, is gonna really just scare defenses. They're not gonna know which way we're gonna go because we don't really have a bad running back on the team. They all can get you good numbers. 
So it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope they do three. Heck, let's do four. Let's get four running backs in the backfield just to confuse everybody. All right, moving on to the wide receivers. I think Pittman came into his own um, at the mm. end of the season. T.Y. is obviously the veteran, and Pascal is sneaky. What are your thoughts about the uh, receivers coming into this year? I am a big fan of our receiving core. I know a lot of people were uh, saying that we need to draft a receiver in the first round, which I never understood. And there's people saying, oh, they need to uh, trade for Julio Jones. And while, yeah, Julio would have been great, and I was all for it, I think our receiving core is really underrated. Like you said, Michael Pittman really was coming to his own last year. Uh, The Buffalo Bills game is where I think he showed a lot of people that no matter what the game is, could be, you know, a game against the uh, Jets or it could be a AFC championship Super Bowl type of scenario. He's going to go out there and he's going to perform very well. Uh, If Paris Campbell can stay healthy, he's one of the most dangerous receivers maybe in the entire NFL He's going to be a lot of fun for Carson Wentz. I think Zach Pascal is extremely underrated. One of the more underrated players maybe in the league, just because he's that reliable receiver that you can really lean on. And then of course, T.Y. Hilton is another guy, but then you add, you know, Desmond Patman, which, I mean, I expect him to make the roster, but he's out there. You got the Michael Harris who can be really dangerous uh, for us. You got obviously Michael Strawn, who I think, if he can make it to uh, the 53-man roster, he's going to be really dangerous because that's another big body receiver, but he's really fast too and can make big plays. So I love our receiving core. Um, Like I said, it would be nice to have somebody like Julio Jones, but I think we have enough variety with our receivers where I think we'll be fine. And I think Carson Wentz is going to be able to uh, have uh, a lot of fun with these guys. Yeah, I agree with what you said. I kind of like – I thought maybe they could like – they could have like acquired someone else. But it's like I, I do like the guys they have. So I think it's it's fine for – it's definitely right. good for what they're going to use it for. So. Definitely. What are your thoughts about uh, Colts' defense going to this year? Uh, they kind of carried uh, the team, you know, at least in the first like four or five weeks. I'm very excited about it. I mean, it sucked that we lost Autry, you know, and Anthony Walker obviously going to the Browns hurt too. But adding guys like Quiddy Pay, Dio Dangbo, I think is going to make our defensive line even better than what it was last year. And it was already really good, especially against a run game. Uh, Assuming these guys can stay healthy and we can have for the majority of the season a really healthy uh, defensive line, I think that's going to help. Our secondary is where I'm a little more questionable at, but I do think that it's going to be better off. Safeties, obviously, I love them. Uh, Julian Blackman wasn't even 100% healthy last year, and he was still dominating. Um, And then our linebackers, obviously, Darius Leonard, Bobby Okariki. We have a lot there, too. So I'm very happy with it. I'm very excited. I don't expect a drop-off at all. I think we're only going to get better there. And it's nice that we got younger, too. All right. What are your thoughts on head coach Frank Wright? Um, I think it obviously helps Carson because he had his best year as um, the quarterback under Frank Wright, offensive coordinator. But uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I love Frank Reich. Um, I love not only the coach he is, but also the man he is. He's somebody that um, 
you can really go to just for anything in general and he's always going to be there for you you know he's obviously a great speaker he does speak in front of you know some churches and whatnot and i think he might have spoken at a couple other events but great speaker great man um and he's the type of coach that whoever the quarterback is that he's coaching, they're going to have their best year yet. Andrew Luck, I think, had arguably his best year under Frank Reich. Jacoby Brissett, even though the season didn't end the way we wanted it to, definitely had his best year. Granted, didn't play a whole lot, and then 2017 was like his first year as the full starter for us. Not great, but still had his best year. And then Phillip Rivers was able to cut his interceptions down in half, and a lot of people were saying he was done, it's over, he should just, you know, I guess ride off into the sunset, you know, and be done. But once he really got going, he had his best year yet, and it was nearly half. I, th- I think he went from 20 to 11 interceptions. So he really makes the quarterback play better than, you know, in other situations. He's a guy that he'll take the risks. I know he made some risks that a lot of Colts fans weren't happy about, in the Buffalo Bills game, but, you know, I got to give him credit. You know, not a lot of coaches are going to do that. He's going to take the chance if he feels like we can achieve it. So love the guy, and I hope we can keep him for a very long time. So I got two things. I guess the first thing would be, like, yeah, me and my friend definitely thought Felper was washed on the Chargers. But Mm -hmm. we also saw this one meme where it was, like, if you want the standard – like car wash, uh, it's five dollars. But if you want the full wash, you get the filter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's fun. And also a fun Frank Wright fact. I, I everyone might know this anyways, but he has the biggest comeback in the NFL. Oh yeah. Uh, with that uh, wild card Buffalo? Game comeback, yeah, Buffalo against the Oilers. And he also was the quarterback for the biggest college comeback. So that's a fun oh, yeah. fact. Um, now we'll go through a series of questions. Some are Colts related and some are NFL in general, but we'll start off with who's your favorite current NFL player. So I would love to pick anybody that's not on the Colts because, you know, if I pick somebody on the Colts, people are just going to be like, well, of course you pick somebody on the Colts, but I, I got to go Darius Leonard. Um, I still got to go with him. Just the leadership he, he uh, provides for our defense is really good. Our defense was bad. <laughs> it was really bad before we drafted him. And then he comes in and our defense doesn't become a top 10 defense, but it greatly improves from what it was the uh, year before we drafted him. Obviously, he was considered the worst pick maybe of that draft for the Colts. He was like an F graded player. And then he goes out there and just absolutely dominates. You know, he, he, he just loves going on Twitter or going anywhere in general, finding one little thing somebody says that's negative about it and, or negative about them. And he'll write that down and he'll remember it. He had the, on his cleats, I think he had his Madden ratings where he was greatly underrated. Like he should have been rated much higher than what he was. So he, he put that on his cleats. Um, but like I said, great leader, but then off the field, he does really good things for his community. He, uh, you know, obviously is, uh, somebody that I uh, greatly admire. I know some people got upset with some things that they saw on Twitter, but you know, still, I think he's a great guy um, an even better player. And then if I was going to go somebody off, you know, outside of Indy, I'd probably say Aaron Rodgers. All right. 
speaking of cleats, my favorite cleats were the one where it was in honor of Muhammad Ali and it was Antonio mm. Brown and it was like fly like a butterfly, sting like A B. And it was oh like yeah. B. I was like, damn, like that's hard, nice. Antonio. That's hard. Oh, oh yeah. That's pretty Who's awesome. your favorite historical NFL player? I I gotta go Peyton Manning. Um you know, I, I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, maybe Pat McAfee would be a fun one. You know, I, I like Joe Montana a lot. Went to Notre Dame, big fan of that. And um, really uh, defied the odds because he wasn't considered to really do a whole lot. And then he was considered to be the greatest for a while. But just with all the memories we had in Indy with Peyton and just the type of man he is and also off the field, hysterical. He has all those great commercials he did, um, which were hysterical as well and you know the the whole the match golf match that he had with tom brady some of the jokes he would throw in there was pretty great um but yeah i gotta go peyton all right who's your least favorite nfl player um i'm gonna have to go with derrick henry um, and it's not because he's a bad guy or anything. I'm sure he's a wonderful person, but if he was not on Tennessee and he was on some other team, he would not be my least favorite player because I have to deal with him twice a year, just him absolutely dominating every single week. And then he comes in and, you know, last time we played him, he had like a thousand yards and 20 touchdowns against our defense. Um, it was just a nightmare. And if Tom Brady was in New England still, maybe I would have went with him, but seeing him outside of New England and the type of guy he is, I, I got to respect it. You know, yeah, he caused a lot of pain and agony for my family in the past, but um, I've come to appreciate him more. But Derrick Henry and that stupid haircut that he has or hairstyle, whatever it is, the like cone that's on his uh, head. Um, I don't I don't like him. He's probably a good dude, but yeah, I don't like his talent even though he's one of the best, maybe, of all time. I drafted him first in both my fantasy leagues last year. So yeah, I, I, was, I was getting on point. Oh, yeah. Hey, I mean, <laughs> look, he's, he's great for fantasy, you know, and I'm probably going to draft him if I get the opportunity to. But, yeah. I mean, I, I can't. I, I have to bench him whenever he plays the Colts because I don't want to root for him at all. So, you know. All right. What is your favorite NFL game of all time? Um, my favorite game of all time is got to be the AFC Championship game in 06 or uh, 07 for uh, Colts Patriots because finally, after all those years of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick beating us, you know, and just losing in the playoffs, we finally beat Brady. We finally get to that Super Bowl. I can still remember just being at home right after that pick, just everybody in my house, just freaking out. My dad is bawling. Uh, my mom doesn't know what to do, um, but it was super exciting um, in that game. And it was also just a fantastic game in general, just back and forth Colts coming back. Of course, uh, I believe Joseph Adai was the one that ran it in and got the game winning touchdown. And of course that last drive by uh, Brady where he threw the pick was glorious. What's your favorite NFL season? Um, I 
probably would have to say that same season, the 06, 07 season, just because it was seeing the Colts win the Super Bowl was, uh, you know, it's pretty nice to have that season get capped off like that. Um, I'm sure there were better seasons in general, but just going off of uh, just how I felt watching it, just seeing the Colts not looking like they were going to do all that great in the beginning of the year. And then Bob Sanders comes back and our defense just all of a sudden gets red hot and just, we go on that whole tide, um, some great playoff matchups. And then, like I said, of course, capping it off with the Super Bowl. Um, that it definitely made it my uh, favorite season. All right, going into some Colts questions now. Who do you think the most improved uh, player on the team will be? The most improved player, I believe, is – I'm going to go Rocky Sin. Um, this is a huge year for Rock because usually, you know, his first couple years he had a spot, you know, he was going to start, he was going to play, but now with Marvell tell coming back, TJ carries back and he played really well when he stepped in as a starter, uh, Isaiah Rogers really impressed me in the, uh, playoff game against Buffalo when he got in there, rock knows he's got to go out there and he can't just play good. He's got to play really good football and he's made a lot of mistakes. He wasn't that good last year and, and years prior. He had an issue with holding and whatnot. Um, I believe he's going to overcome that. And I believe he's going to really uh, surprise a lot of Colts fans that haven't been too impressed with him. I would have said Kamoko Ture just because of what we've seen in the past and then last year not being the greatest, but I believe just with everything that is on the line for Rocky Sen, this is pretty much his make it or break it year. I think he has to go out there and play really good, and I think he will. So I got to go rock. All right. Who's your most underrated and overrated player on the Colts right now? So I think I'm going to go with Zach Pascal as the most underrated player. It feels like not a lot of people, you know, appreciate what he's done. He hasn't been like the best receiver on our roster or anything like that. But when T.Y. Hilton was out for those weeks and we had a bunch of injuries at, you know, the receiving position, he always came in. He always stepped up, did really good things for us. He's somebody you can really rely on. It's very rare that he doesn't have a good game. Um, now, I don't think he's going to be used – nearly as much this year because I think Paris Campbell is going to stay healthy. T.Y. Hilton should play a lot better. And Michael Pittman, I think, is going to really become a number one receiver. But still, even though he's receiver four, I got to go Zach Pascal because if any of our guys are out, I can always rely on Zach Pascal to come in and fill in and do a good job at it. And if we're overrated – that is really difficult because I feel like a lot of the players are uh, rated about exactly where I would put them. I, even though I love the guy, respect the specs, probably Rodrigo Blankenship um, because with our offense, you know, not performing as great in the red zone and whatnot, he had a lot of opportunities to make kicks, which is why he became the, uh, I think he had the most points in the NFL by any player last year, but still, I mean, he, he has an issue with kicks that are past the 50 yard or a 50 yard distance. And 
I mean, like, he's not bad. I love him. I want to keep him forever. You know, he's a big fan of Star Wars and Legos. And for that, I got to love him. But I think out of any player, he's the most overrated, even though I think he's about where he needs to be. Yeah, that's pretty fair. He just kind of got a lot of hype because he's such a cool guy. Yeah, I love him. I love him. He has he has a Lego Instagram where he just shows his Legos. Like, I I don't know how you can hate the guy. He, he's wonderful. It's just, I mean, some people think he was, uh, you know, the second coming of Jesus Christ when it came to kicks. It's like, no, he's good. He needs to improve on that uh, 50 yards or more, you know, type of kick. But, no, he's still good. He was like tied for everyone's favorite kicker. Oh yeah, him and Young Hoke. Who? Yes. Uh, I love them. They're yeah. both awesome. But yeah, it's just <clears throat> let's slow the hype down a little bit. Who's <clears throat> your best offensive uh, and best defensive players, in your opinion? Offensively, it's very difficult not to go with anybody not named Quentin Nelson. Um, the fact that Quinn Nelson was an all pro his first three years. Um, and if he does it again, he'll be the only player I believe in NFL history to make the all pro team their first four years, just how he changed that offensive line from being one of the worst, if not the worst to the best offensive line, his first season. And just how he doesn't just beat people. He absolutely demolishes defensive people that line up against him. I have to go with him, even though he's not like the flashy receiver or running back. Um, I got to go with him as the best offensive player. Um, I am absolutely pumped to see him go up against Aaron Donald. It's going to be incredible. Um, but defensively, best player. I, I know people go to Forrest Buckner, and I wouldn't blame them for it. I got to go Darius Leonard. Um, I think he's the best linebacker in the NFL. Um, I know people go Fred Warner and Bobby Wagner, and that's fine. Um, I can totally see why they would do that. But still, Darius Leonard is just – he's a maniac. That, that, there's a reason why he's called a maniac. He has that chip on his shoulder, which adds, obviously, to his performance. But, I mean, it you take him out of that defense, our defense, like the production it has, will drop significantly. I think it drops slightly more – than if you take DeForest Buckner out. And we already saw what happened when he took DeForest Buckner out of the uh, defensive line. So, yeah, Darius Leonard is my uh, pick for sure. All right. Do you think the biggest team's strength and the biggest weaknesses for the Colts? I think our biggest strength is going to be the run game, just because I think we have four guys that could start on at least a couple teams. And I feel like once – let's say Jonathan Taylor slows down. We could put Marlon Mack or Naheem Hines or Wilkins in there, and they're going to perform at a high level and they're going to continue the uh, dominance that uh, Taylor put out there. Um, it's, it's between them and the offensive line, but I think the run game is the best aspect of our team. And then the worst I would say is the secondary. And it's, it's just mostly because of the corner. Like I think Xavier Rhodes is really good. Obviously, Kenny Moore is the best slot corner in the NFL. But Rockison, for right now, not the greatest, and it really does bring down that secondary. I do, like I said, I expect that to change, but for the time being, I got to go with the uh, secondary, specifically cornerbacks. All right. What do you think the most points 
and the least points the Colts will score in a game this year? So I think the least amount of points the Colts are going to score this year will probably be 17. I think some of those matchups against Baltimore, uh, Buffalo, Tampa Bay maybe could result in us scoring 17 um, because of how good their defenses are. Maybe the Rams, that's another one that we could potentially only score 17. Um, so I would say 17 would be our lowest. Our highest, um, because we play the Jets, I would love to say 85 points, but I don't think that's realistic, no matter how bad of a team we're playing against. I'll probably go with 47, I think would be the most that we'll score. It would be against like a Jets uh, type of team. All right. Which player do you think will score the most points um, for the Colts this season? And we're not counting kickers. So I think Paris Campbell will score the most points just because I believe he's going to be used more in the red zone and uh, get into the end zone more often than Michael Pittman. I think Michael Pittman will be pretty close. I think Jonathan Taylor is another guy that um, is going to really compete, but I think, with um, just his explosiveness, like I said, and I believe just the footwork he has, it's really going to help in the red zone. That's why I'm going to go with uh, Paris Campbell. The least amount of points to be scored, um, just going off of position, I think Kylan Granson. I think Kylan Granson's going to play a decent amount this year. I think he's going to do good, but I'm going to go with him for least amount. Um, even though I think you'll still play pretty well for a rookie. All right. We actually skipped this just so I want to go back for it. But do you have any thoughts okay. on Mo Ali Ka? I love him. I love Mo. Um, Mo Ali Cox last year showed that he could be a really dangerous tight end when he's used. Um, he wasn't used as much as I would have liked last year. Um, which really surprised me because Philip Rivers does love his tight ends. But for some reason, the offense just didn't allow Mo Ali Cox throughout the entire year to just show what he can do. And I, I think it's crazy because he was an M not NBA. He was a basketball player um, before he got into the NFL. And then he's already doing what he's doing now. And I think he's only going to get better. And Carson also likes his tight ends. And I think he'll use the tight ends a lot more than what Rivers did last year for us. Um, the only way I don't think that would be the case is if like Zach Ertz ends up becoming available and we go after him, which I don't think we should at this point, but that's like the only way I don't see Mo Ali Cox really going out there and just falling out. You know, he's a big body, super athletic, can make some really crazy catches I think he's going to have a great year this year. And yeah, I, I love him. All right. Moving into the schedule preview, I'll just list off their opponents one by one. You can tell me if they're going to win or mm -hmm. lose. And then I'll get your full prediction at the end. Okay. Week one, they are home against Seattle. I think they'll eke out a W in that one. It'll be a good game. I agree. Um, I think we're going to get the win here. Um, I, I like Seattle. Russell Wilson, great quarterback in the beginning of the year, especially. Later in the year, you know, he doesn't do well enough, I guess, to get MVP votes. But 
Um, still, he's a really dangerous quarterback, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. They got some boys on defense. They got some really good guys there. Um, the receivers, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, just dangerous. Um, but I think we get the win because I do feel like the Colts are the better team overall, offensively and defensively. I think we're going to be, be able to run it enough to where we're going to be able to um, control the clock very well, and that's going to be a big factor into us winning. Um, I know some people are uh, freaking out because Sam Tevy is our left tackle, but Sam Tevy I think is perfectly fine. I think he'll be good enough, and the uh, Seattle pass rush isn't something that really scares me, even though they did get a little better. So I do have them winning. All right, week two against the Rams. I like the Rams a lot, so I'm going to go with Rams. Uh, I think I'm going to agree with you. Um, I think the Rams will barely win. I think they have a better team overall. I think Matthew Stafford is a big upgrade in the quarterback uh, position for them. They got some really good players there. Their defense is obviously uh, just – incredible and i mean that matchup between quentin nelson and aaron donald is going to be one of the most talked about matchups at least for colts fans and i think it's a matchup that could be pretty legendary just because they're the best at their positions they're two hall of famers watching them going at it is gonna be incredible just see who's who's gonna win so i got the rams uh close game but they're gonna win i think Moving to week three, which is at Tennessee, I like to split. So since that Tennessee, I got Titans winning. So I'm going to go Colts here. Um, Julio's a really good addition for Tennessee. Um, obviously, he, when he's healthy, he's a top five receiver in the NFL. A.J. Brown, great receiver. Derrick Henry, um, obviously one of the best uh, running backs in quite a while, maybe of all time. The reason why I'm going to give him the win is, again, I think the Titans defense is not strong enough to slow the Colts down. I think it's going to be a uh, higher scoring matchup than what some might expect, but I think just because the Colts have the better defense, I'm going to give them the edge here. All right. Week four at Miami. Even uh, this will be a good game, but I think Colts yeah. will win. I don't trust. I guess I trust Carson more than I do Tua. So go with I, w. I agree. Um, I'm going to go Colts here. I think Tua is going to have a much better year this year than he did last year. And, you know, they obviously added to that team. Will Fuller, I believe, was uh, signed by Miami. And, you know, when he's healthy, he's very dangerous. Um, he does have an issue catching the ball he's had that since his college days but still the guy is a monster he when he's like playing like he should so he'll be difficult to slow down but i i just think the colts are better offensively and defensively so that's why i'm giving them the win all right week five at baltimore i got the Ravens. <sighs> this is tough um but I'm actually going to go with the Colts here. I think the Ravens did improve with the receiving uh, position. That was obviously something he needed to work on, but 
we should have beat them last year. It's just we didn't show up in the second half, and they did, and they earned the win. But I think we are better than last year, and I think Baltimore is a little better, but I don't think they're much better. Um, I think the Colts have the defense to actually contain Lamar Jackson and do a pretty good job with them. And uh, I think the Colts offense can uh, do good things against that defense. So great game uh, might be one of the better Monday night football games of the year. Um, so I'll go Indy here, but um, it's going to be a close game. All right. <clears throat> Week six Texans. It should be the Colts. Nothing really to talk about there. Yeah. See, this could be that 47 point, you know, score the Colts could get, you know, uh, because I, I, I think that Watson's going to play. I think he'll be on the Texans. I, I think something's going to get worked out. They'll be fine with each other. I mean, he's making, you know, much more money than my entire family will ever make. Um, but still, I mean, he's really good, but other than Watson, I mean, they have a decent run game, but they have nobody there. So they're, I, I fully expect us to win by a lot, but it is a divisional game. So who knows? It could be close. Well, my boy, Davis Mills to play. It'd be fun. It'd be fun. Wouldn't be good, but it might be fun. <laughs> I would love it. First game against Colts. I'd love it. Week seven at Levi's, that should be a good game, but I think mm. I think I'd go Colts maybe. The 49ers are a team that is very, I guess, confusing to me because just obviously went to the Super Bowl that year, great defense. Jimmy Garoppolo played better than some expected, looked really good, and then the following year had injuries, and I feel like they – got worse this year i i know they drafted uh trey lance but you know who knows trey lance might be sitting the entire year he could be starting but i could see him not playing at all uh depending on how garoppolo does i'm gonna give the colts the win here but i could see the 49ers winning if everybody's back healthy and they play like they did in 2019 yeah, that'll be a good game, but we'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> when it comes down to it, we'll just have to see how the 49ers are playing at that point. Mm. Week eight is against the Titans again. That is home. So I got the Colts taking that one. So if history repeats itself again this year, the Titans will win because for some reason they have to win at their opposing, opposing uh, team stadium. I'll go with the Titans here because I just I feel like it's Halloween. You know, I I gotta be scared at some point, and uh, this is a game to be terrified about. Um, but no, in all seriousness, uh, I think Tennessee is good enough to split. I kind of agree with you. It, it really depends. How's their defense? If their defense is really good, they'll definitely win this game. If not, I could see the Colts coming in, but I'll go Tennessee here to split it. All right. Jets and Jacksonville should be both dubs. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, the Jets, um, they improved, sure. Not enough, I think, to really do anything. Colts should win this game. And then with Jacksonville, 
Jacksonville could be a really dangerous team, depending on how everything comes together. But I think uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to have a, you know, he's going to have a difficulty this year. I think he's going to struggle, especially in the beginning of the year. So I'll go Colts here. It shouldn't be close, but divisional game. So we'll see. All right. Then we got week 11 at Buffalo. I got the Bills in this one. I got the Bills too. Um, I think the Bills are a slightly better team. I would love for us to get the win for some revenge, but I, I think Buffalo is going to eke it out here. Then we got home game against these defending Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay. I got Tampa Bay. I got the Colts in this game. Um, this is a, uh, I believe it's Robert Mathis, uh, his uh, Ring of Honor uh, game. I think that um, this is where our team is going to really come together, and this is where things will really start to build um, for a playoff run. I think Carson Wentz is going to get used to the system. He's going to play better than what he did in the beginning. I, th- I still think he's going to play really well at the start of the year, but this is where I believe he really gets to um, where he should be. I believe our defense is good enough to beat Brady. Um, this is the last time potentially the Colts will play against Brady. So we got to get the win here. Um, I think Brady wants to come in and beat us because if rumors are true about the Colts passing on him, he's going to want to get that revenge. But I'm sorry, Tom Brady, that ain't happening. I think the Colts offense is uh, good enough to, uh, I guess, perform better against the uh, Bucks defense than the Bucks offense. So, is going to do, uh, or I think it's better than what the Bucks offense will be able to do to the Colts defense. So uh, I'll go Colts here. Great game over time. The Colts win. 13 at Houston. I got the Colts sweeping Houston. I got them sweeping them too. Um, T.Y. Hilton will obviously feast in this game. Um, this is where, um, like I said, team is going to be really, they're going to come together. They're going to perform great. Should be a slaughter. But again, it's a home game or a, a rival, division rival game. So who knows? Week 14 is the bye. And then week 15, they got Patriots at home. Um, Patriots will be a good team this year. Mm-hmm. But still got Colts winning. I got the Colts winning too because I don't think Cam Newton is going to be the starter. At this point, I think um, they're going to move on to Mac Jones, and I see Mac Jones struggling um, his rookie year. Um, And even if it's Cam Newton, we're going to absolutely destroy them with Cam Newton as a quarterback. I I know they improved in tight end uh, position and in other positions too, but I think the Colts are a uh, significantly better team than the Patriots. All right, moving to week 16, which is at the Cardinals. Um, I got the Cardinals winning just because of the Colts, how the Colts schedule uh, works out. Why? Well, I, I think the Cardinals are a good team too, but um, mm. yeah, just kind of how, how it works out also. This is a game I go back and forth on, but really looking at the Cardinals team, while I think they are good and they have potential to be a very dangerous team, I need to see them play consistently before I'm all in on the Cardinals. So I'm going to go Colts here. Um, 
it's gonna be a great game great way to end christmas but uh my dogs are freaking out upstairs that's exciting but i still i gotta go colts here i i just think they're the better team at the end of the day all right week 17 a home game against the raiders i've got the colts in this one i also got the colts um they should be able to win this game i think the Raiders got worse, especially on the offensive line. So I believe we should be able to get to Derek Carr enough. While I think he's a good quarterback, I don't. I think he needs to go somewhere else to really shine. Um, I do believe the Colts should win. Yeah, uh, Gruden flip flops on him a lot. But moving to Week 18, I think they will sweep the Jacksonville Jaguars ten this season. I think they'll win too, but for some reason they can't win in Jacksonville. I don't know why. doesn't matter how good they are. doesn't matter how bad they are. They always lose in Jacksonville. The Colts should win, but I think it really depends on what the uh, playoff situation is. If they're clinched, they have their spot, they really can't do much else. I think they're going to rest a bunch of players and Jacksonville should win at that point. But Assuming that the Colts have all their starters in, I'm going to say the Colts win. They will too. All right. What is your final record uh, prediction for the Colts for this coming season? Um, I think 13-4 could definitely be a possibility. I, I could see them possibly going as bad as like 11-6. and six. I think that's kind of the uh, – I think that's the lowest we'll be at as far as what a record is. But as long as everything comes together, Carson Wentz plays like I believe he will. Our defense plays as good or better than they did last year. And if we can stay healthy with our receivers and running backs, I do believe the Colts can go 13-4. and All right. I have them probably as my second wild card team. I think they'll definitely make the playoffs, so. Definitely, I agree. Do you have any final thoughts on the Colts, the NFL, or anything in general? Um, honestly, I can't think of anything. All right. We could just talk about the meme where it's DK Metcalf and Rodrigo Blankenship, and it's like mm-hmm. these two players play the same sport. I know. It, it's like – it's crazy because you have obviously DK Metcalf, absolute stud. You have guys like Aaron Donald who are just monsters. And then you have Rodrigo Blankenship, who is a stick, essentially, like me, um, who loves Legos, uh, you know, loves all the uh, pop culture stuff that you don't expect a lot of NFL players to be into. Um, I, I still love in his post game, or not post game, his uh, interview. Um, and I'm sorry if my dogs are catching in. Or if you can hear my dogs on the mic, um, I think somebody just got here. But um, the uh, his whole thing where they're asking him, what did you do before you knew that you were going to be on the Colts and you were going to make the roster? And he's like, oh, you know, I was building Legos with my girlfriend. And then I got the call. Like, I, I love that. Um, like I said, I hope he plays for 50 years. I would love it. Um, but we'll see. All right. So once again, check out his podcast. It is called Inside the Horseshoe. And this has been Out of Our Own Zone.
We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Out of Our Own End Zone. As a reminder, we can be contacted on social media at Out of Our Own End Zone on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also, we can be listened to on any site that podcasts can be heard. Once again, the team at Out of Our Own End Zone would like to thank you for your listenership and have a nice day.